Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Welcome to the show. Exciting day today. Got a lot to talk about. Going to have Dr. Sherwood on later in the day. Um, in the second hour, so make sure you tune in for that. A little hectic today. We had a guest reschedule on us, so we're trying to do all the moving pieces to to get everything else out. That's why the, the text was a little late, because we were planning on sending a text about that. I had to change all the topics. Joe is on his way. Traffic, a little late, but when he gets here, we will put him on for sure. Um, not <laughs> I'm, re- I'm reading the, the title. Yeah, we could talk about airline employees. Um, Superman sung is bisexual. That's that's very interesting. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about a lot of things um, today. So make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you, you share. Make sure you comment. And whether you're on Facebook or not, you can share just by sharing the URL. Sharing the URL on any of your streams, any of your different uh, social networks. Also going to say Joe shared my Telegram last night, and it's it's blowing up. So if you want to get in on the party over at my Telegram, we put up my screen, Mr. Producer. You can find me at, at Max J. McGuire. At Max J. McGuire. If we can put up my screen, you'll find me. Um, having some interesting conversations over there on Telegram. If you want to get a little bit of the behind the scenes look at, at some of the ideas that I mull around in my head on what we can possibly talk about on the show, uh, this is a good way to do it. I figure that's a good use for this Telegram page to post as I'm thinking about things. Um, so go ahead and follow me over there at Max J. McGuire on telegram we can take that down there is something though that really got me i saw this late last night and i was stunned absolutely stunned if we put my screen back up some gop officials are now urging republican voters to back democrats in 2022 to save the party from pro-trump extremists I'll say that again. Some Republicans this is unbelievable. are telling Republican voters <laughs> to vote for Democrats in the midterms so that pro-Trump Republicans can't win. And we've heard similar stories out of Ohio where the governor is thinking about redistricting and, and going up against Jim Jordan to make Jim Jordan have to defend his seat against a Democrat. The governor would rather Jim Jordan lose to a Democrat than Republicans hold the seat. Lots of stories like this. And we welcome Uniparty. Now. Joe. Yeah, the Uniparty. We're, t- we're talking about the Uniparty. Now, see, everything that we've been saying, they're just doing. You do realize that, right? And do you realize where that leads to, Max? Communism. Communism. That leads to communism. Matter of fact, that is the definition of communism. One party, one ideology, one thought. Do not think outside the lines or we will cut your head off. Communism. I don't yeah. know what else to call it. What do you, what do you call it? Well, no, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's how else do you, well, what else do you call? I mean, it's, it's betrayal. Backstabbing. I mean, <laughs> this is how, you know, Republicans never were Republicans. Republicans never were Republicans. I see. Why Jim do you make me so short, up. Mr. Producer? 
if we can get Joe, I was late. If we can get Joe a phone book, <laughs> so let's get Joe a phone book. <gasps> he can sit on <laughs> one of the he's, booster he's trying seats to fix me. from Denny's. Get him one of those. Um, I don't know why Joe is a different height every day. This is All some right. of the great mysteries of the world. Um, <laughs> and I'm not oh, shrinking, just so we're clear. No. It is not because of me. No, it's you. No. It's not me. It's you. It also shouldn't be the camera because I don't think anyone has used the camera in between when we were on last night. Now Joe is floating. Am I floating? He's oh, floating. look at me. Float- <laughs> I don't think yeah. anyone's used it. I don't know what's going on with that. We'll figure that out later. We got lots of things we got to figure Many out. Many people use um, the camera. Many people. Many people got Ooh, it. That, um, that was ominous. That was an yeah. ominous. Whew. I don't want to know what they use the camera for. Um, so obviously the GOP, we knew that they were backstabbers from the very beginning, right? But it doesn't get much worse than actually trying to sabotage your own party because you don't like the way the party's going. Get rid of the people right? in it's, the party. That's, that's why I tell people, just get rid of the people in the party. <clears throat> just get rid of them. And we don't need and the Republican I, Party. Let's just call it the Republican Two Party. Republican we need, Two, we, R two. Yeah, I I like to think. I mean, in a perfect world, we could get rid of the Republican Party. But these parties are so entrenched. They have so much money. They have so much infrastructure. Are we not on Facebook yet? <sighs> I don't know. Um, How do we not on me, Facebook, guys? Sorry. Go ahead. It, it, it's been a little bit of a mess this morning, but um. Uh, if we were to lose the Republican Party, right? I'm not saying the GOPers, uh-huh. but just the infrastructure, the organization, the money, all of those offices in districts, right? Uh, I think I think it'd be hard to rebuild it. I mean, this is the party that's been around for over 160 well, years. Well, I, I right? will tell you that it was. It's been hard building FEC United. It's been really hard, like getting people to herd cats. You got to be really patient as you're yeah. building it because. You're trying to accomplish so much all at the same time. And the people are like, you're not doing enough. And I'm like, yeah, what are you talking about? I go to sleep at three o'clock in the morning. What, what else do you want me to do? So last night, Max, by the way, I was on the phone with Lynn Wood for two and a half hours. I kept him up until 3.30 in the morning on the East Coast. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's really fun. Great conversation. He is, he is, he loves Jesus. He loves Jesus, and he has an immense amount of knowledge. And he calmed me a little bit. Yeah. Not calm me enough that I don't think we need to get rid of the Democrat or the Republican Party. <laughs> but uh, he calmed me to say, that, listen, sometimes things don't happen on your time. They happen on God's time. Well, they actually do happen on God's time. Yeah. What also seems to, what also is, uh, seems to happen on God's time, and I won't say it, but we do have more t-shirts that are, that are on the way. But in the meantime, I want to pitch this sweatshirt on the store. The come and ban me. Sorry, don't ban me, bro. Hoodie. Twitter, Google, Facebook, all their logos. Don't ban me, bro. It's getting a little chilly. It's getting a little nipply outside. Gotta wear your sweatshirt. Gotta stay healthy. Stay warm. So we're gonna keep pushing the t-shirts, but as we get into this colder weather, we got to start pushing the hoodies, too. So go ahead. Go to store.conserve-daily.com and check out all of our T-shirts and all of our hoodies over there. Um, so I, I, I want to get your take on something, Joe. I, I don't know yep. if you've seen this. Do you, do you remember in Loudoun County, Virginia, back in June-ish, there was a huge scuffle at a, at a school board meeting? Do you remember that? Yeah. 
there was a huge scuff, scuffle, and a man by the name of Scott Smith got arrested. I have a, we have a clip of that. I want to play it because the reporting that the Daily Wire did and the others have been picking up, it shows you just how radical the left is, just how little they care about students because this was one of the cases that the Biden administration and the National School Board Association was using to justify going after parents as domestic terrorists. I want to play this clip just so we can get it fresh in everyone's mind. This was Scott Smith at a Loudoun County school board meeting getting tackled to the ground by police because it was de- the meeting was declared an unlawful assembly by the board because the board didn't like how angry parents were about different policies. Let's go ahead and play this cut. Let's play cut one. Girl, and I believe the boy is he actually pled guilty he pled guilty to whatever crime whatever the crime is for being angry at a school board meeting you go ahead and cut it so i'm getting a ton of feedback right now all right so let me let me let me ask you a question whoa whoa whoa, whoa. Whoa. joe's mic's gotta get turned way down Turn my mic down. I need to turn my mic Way off. <laughs> I can't even hear me. I can oh. hear you. All right. I don't. What's going on? <laughs> All right. What? Listen. I want. I want to point out that he got arrested at a school board meeting for standing up for his kids. Right. Yes. Meanwhile, yes. in Chicago, three gangbangers shot into a house. Three other gangbangers shot out, and it's mutual combat. We're not going to charge anyone. Meanwhile, a yes. guy goes into a school, kid goes into a school, shoots four people, including a teacher, and is let out 24 hours later on a $25,000 recognizance bond, personal recognizance bond. So what did I tell you about lawlessness? Yeah. When persecution becomes the, the key of, of law, when they use laws to persecute people, we are in a state of lawlessness. And that's yeah. where we are right now. I'm going to try and find... Um... So if we go ahead, go to my screen real quick. He was found guilty. He was, he found, was found guilty. He was found guilty of the scuffle. Um, what was it like resisting arrest? He was he was found two misdemeanors. He was charged with two misdemeanors, sent to adult detention center, and um, yeah. So that was that was the story. That was the whole story for a long time. Oh man, guy got really violent. Guy got really violent at the school board meeting. What's going on? Why would he do that? I'm trying to find an actual link. Um, well, l- l- let's let's put this one up. This is the we won't be able to pl- show the whole one, but the backstory of all of this, the reason he was so freaking pissed, is because his daughter had been raped in a bathroom, sodomized in a bathroom, by a boy wearing a skirt. I am not even going to say that the boy is transgender. I'm not even going to say that. It was a, a, a biological boy wearing a skirt, went into the girl's bathroom in the school and sodomized her. And I can say that with certainty. Obviously, the, the records of juveniles are sealed, but the sheriff's office did confirm that there was a 15-year-old 
who was um, not, I don't know if they said booked, but there was a complaint filed at the school that a 15-year-old had sodomized someone. And we know that there were child charges filed. This is why that father was so pissed at the school board meeting. Because the school's transgender policies had allowed a biological boy to go into a girl's room and rape his daughter. Now he, he was, <laughs> this is where it gets really crazy. I know you're going to explode. So let me just get all of the, the details out. When the father found out about this, when the father found out about this, he was obviously completely livid. He was completely livid. So he went into this school to figure out what the hell was going on. The school denied that anything bad had happened and then called the cops on him. Six different um, police cars responded to the school to remove the father, Scott Smith, from the premises. The principal or someone in the administration then sent out an email to all of the students, I believe all the parents, letting them know, don't worry, everything's safe. We had a parent get a little bit out of control, but it's safe. No students are, are, are I, at I risk or in know. jeopardy. And then one, one, one more bit, one more bit. The school then offered to help students go to counseling if they were disturbed or nervous over the scuffle with police that they saw, they witnessed. So the school tried to cover up the rape. They tried to cover up the rape, called the police on the parent, and then told everyone, oh, don't worry, everyone's fine. No kids were injured at all. And if you saw the parent get arrested, we can give you counseling. Send me that the last picture. bit of the story. The last bit of the story. Allegedly, the boy wearing the skirt has now been implicated in another sexual assault and or rape in the school. They let him go? So you have, they let him come back into the school? Apparently. Apparently. I'm going to tell you what I would do. I'm going to tell you what I'd do to that kid. Right? I'm going to tell you on here. People say you, you don't advocate for violence, Joe. No, I don't. But I would rip that effing kid's teeth right out of his mouth. I would literally cut him into a million pieces. That's what I would do to him. You want to know what I'd do to him? I'd do that. I'd be violent. I would violently beat that guy to within an inch of his life. Then I would tie him to the back of my car and drag him through the street. That's what I would do with a guy that raped And the people that allowed it to happen... People, these leftist pieces of trash that let it happen. Run that report. Run that story, New York Times. Run it. Run this little clip right here. Because I know what you're going to do is say, listen, oh, this guy's calling for violence. He's going to cut him up into a million pieces. He raped a girl acting like he was a transgender. He raped a girl. And then they let him back into school after it happened. And he did it again. And you think, you think I'm the problem? You think I'm the problem? I'm the problem. That's what the radical leftists say, is I'm the problem. How do I become the problem? How am I the problem when I'm going to stand up for an innocent person, an innocent young girl going to school? And then they charge. They use the law to let that little piece of trash come back into the school, but then use another law to go after the father for standing up for his daughter. Yeah. Think about you that. Want to something, you want to know something really messed up? What are you doing? The prosecutor. You're crushing my soul here. I know. This is the prosecutor who went after the father 
is the same prosecutor who was assigned the case for the rapist. So the prosecutor understood why the father was enraged. Understood. He had two files on his desk. I mean, more than that. But among the files on his desk, the, the guy who raped Scott Smith's daughter and Scott Smith getting angry about it at a school board meeting. He still prosecuted the father, knowing the whole backstory. And they the still convicted him. And they still yeah. convicted him. Was it a jury trial? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I know. don't think so. I bet you it's a judge saying you're guilty. This is what I talk about yeah. when I say the judiciary is completely guilty. compromised. Yeah. I can tell you right now, there, there would be, there would be no trial if someone put their hands on my son or my daughter. You put your hands on anyone in my family, actually. There'd be no trial. There'd be no trial. Yeah. So I, I, I wanted to I wanted to show this because I had a feeling I could get I don't want I don't like I don't like bringing things up that you don't have a chance to look at, but I do like sometimes getting your organic reaction things. Oh my gosh. A young because, girl getting raped in a, a school. Well oh well this gosh. broke last night. This broke last night. And kudos to obviously to the Daily Wire for doing all of this deep digging, right? And getting the whole story out. It's behind a paywall, which is why we can't actually read it. But um, lots of people have been reporting on it. This guy, I mean, the school wanted to handle it, quote, in-house. In-house, Joe. They wanted to handle the rape in-house. Thank God. Two things. Thank God the father wasn't arrested when he went to the school for the first time to complain. The police just escorted him out. Because if he had been arrested... He wouldn't have been able to get his daughter to the hospital to have a rape test done, right? That got the evidence. So if, if he had been arrested, they probably never would have been able to prove this. But the fact that the school still wants to treat it in-house, the fact that the school went harder against him than they get against the rapist, and the fact that allegedly, reportedly, because this is, I mean, it's, it's hard enough to confirm crimes when it comes to juveniles because it's all sealed. But reportedly, there was another incident with the same kid raping another girl, this time forcing her into a classroom. The New York Times, all the left, they say that there's no reason to care about transgender bathroom policies. This is why bathrooms are gender segregated in schools. It is why. You do not want boys with girls in bathrooms. You just don't. And it has nothing to do with discriminating. It has to do with the fact that you can't just have young girls getting raped or getting pregnant inside of bathrooms. You just can't. And I'm not saying that every transgender person would do that, but whatever happened to the leftist narrative of if we can save one person? They don't care that's about what one they always person. Say. They don't care if about anybody. One life. You got tens of thousands of people that are dying from the jab. You got people that are dying of COVID because they're giving them a drug that they know kills 50% and 100% of all their animal trials, 50% of everyone that takes it. They know what they're doing. These people are trying to kill people. These are homicidal maniacs. They're sociopaths. They're psychopaths. And now we know how deep the judiciary is compromised. Now we know it's not unsavable. Unsavable. How do you save, how do you save a judiciary that goes after a father for standing up at a school board meeting for his daughter? Yeah. I mean, I got to yeah. tell you right now, if I, if I was him, if I was that father, I, I'd be hunting. 
Yeah. You'd never, you'd yeah. never do that to another person ever. And you can say, oh, you're advocating for violence. You're damn right I do. What about the violence perpetrated against an innocent young girl trying to get an education? What about the fact that that young girl will, will be affected for the rest of her life? Like the nine-year-old that was raped in the middle of the street by an illegal immigrant that wasn't supposed to even be here. How about that? Now, but we don't care yeah, about victims. We want to make society victims. We want to make society scared. And then when you find people that aren't scared, it, it's like, oh, my gosh, what do we do with Joe? What do we do with this guy? Oh. So, um, sodomy and sexual battery are the Why two is charges he not that in jail? Included. Why was he not put in jail for raping a girl? Why? I don't know. Why was he allowed to walk back in the, in the hallways? And did the girl just decide, I, I, I'm not going to go back to school? I mean, come on. What are we dealing with here? Go ahead and put up my screen again. Uh, I was able to find one of the articles. Um, and I'll go ahead and read it here. So <laughs> likely going to get a guilty plea of a lesser sexual assault charge instead of the rape and, and forceful sodomy. But on October 6th, but on October 6th, according to the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, a 15-year-old was charged with sexual battery and abduction after police said he forced a girl into an empty classroom, held her against her will, and touched her inappropriately. Lancaster says the suspect is the same boy that allegedly attacked Smith's daughter. So it happened again. We're not just making it up. These are these are these are the reports from the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, and I, I was able to find it. I want to read the actual email that the principal sent out after the father went to the school and said, "What the hell?" Because listen, imagine you get a call, Joe. Imagine you get a call and your daughter. They said there was an altercation. That's how I believe it was originally reported to the father that there was an altercation in the bathroom. So he thought that a boy had like beaten up his daughter, had like punched her or something. Right. But he gets there and finds out that, no, it's actually much worse than that. It's sodomy. It's rape. It's sexual assault. He freaks out, obviously, understandably, because the school is doing nothing about it. They're trying to sweep it under the rug. He freaks out. They call the cops on him. They don't call the cops on the rapist. They call the cops on the father. He then gets escorted out. And I'm going to read it here. This is the email that the principal sent to everyone. Good evening, Stonebridge families. This is Stonebridge Principal Tim Flynn. There was an incident in the main office area today that required the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office to dispatch deputies to Stonebridge. The incident was confined to the main office and the entrance area of the school. There was no threat to the safety of the student body. The incident was witnessed by a small number of students who were meeting with staff adjacent to the main office. Counseling services and the services of our unified mental health team are available for any student who may need to talk about today's incidents. Students might have notices, noticed sheriff's office personnel on campus, and I wanted to let you know that something out of the ordinary happened at school today. The safety of our students and staff is the top priority of Loudoun County Public Schools. Notice that they just said, oh, something out of the ordinary happened. They didn't say, oh, no, we got a kid who just um, did something very bad. I mean, they, they covered it up. They covered it up. And they're making it out to be that the villain is the father. Just like the media made out to be that the father was the villain when he got arrested at the meeting. He wouldn't have been arrested if the school board didn't declare that the meeting was an unlawful assembly because people were getting fired up. So he was there to call them out for the fact that they were covering up the rape of his daughter. He didn't get to speak because they ended the meeting early. 
right? He, he wanted his, his chance to, to shout them down and he got arrested for it. But they're offering counseling services for anyone who saw him get escorted off the property. Notice that they didn't offer counseling services to his daughter. I didn't, or anyone else who might've witnessed that or heard that. No, the biggest deal they say is the fact that he was angry and had to be escorted off. This is Loudoun County. I know you grew up in that area, Joe, of Northern Virginia. Loudoun County is irredeemable at this point. I don't think it's redeemable. I don't think, I don't Not think the people, any place. The, the county I government. I don't, I don't think any, we're, we're seeing the great collapse of our government system by this Im immense amount of evil. They want counseling sessions for something that, for, because of dad, I, I'm, I don't even know. Because some students might have seen a dad get escorted off the property by police. Not in handcuffs, yeah. just escorted off. He wasn't arrested. Yeah. That is what they are concerned about. Not the forcible sodomy and <laughs> sexual battery that happened in a bathroom. Because school policy allows biological boys to go into the bathroom alone without any teacher or parental supervision with biological girls. Yeah. Men, where are you? I'm just going to say it. Where are you? You know, you know this guy would have never gotten arrested. The police wouldn't have done anything had there been 200 men standing around him. Had 200 men shoulder to shoulder said, what you do to one of us, you do to all of us. At that school board meeting, those little radical leftist pieces of trash terrorists would have run with their tails between their legs. You want to know what needs to happen? I'll tell you what needs to happen. You need to stand up. You need to grab your neighbors. You need to go recruit other men. You need to go to every school board meeting. You need to run for office. You need to come back to the community and say, yeah, we got rid of all the trash, all the rift. This problem is not going away. It's not going away. There's no change happening right now. It's, it's not like tomorrow we're going to wake up and everything's going to be better. So you might as well grab your boots, lift them up, and say, I'm going to go jump in the fight. I'm going to stop listening to my wife have to do all the fighting for me while I go bring home the bread. Many of you are afraid of this thing called shame. They've conditioned you for it. They've conditioned you to be afraid of being doxxed, of bad things being said about you. Man, let me tell you something. They've said more bad things about me on the radical left than I can count. It's like watching a bunch of stories, like a Harry Potter novel. And you'd say, well, you're, I'm not you, Joe. You need to be. I'm just an example of what I think you should do. And look, maybe you wouldn't handle it the same way I would. Maybe your daughter would get raped and you'd say, I'm going to just rely on the school system or I'm going to rely on the, the, the legal system. It's, it's, it's absolutely working, as you can tell. I mean, just let the guy out and go rape another girl. I mean, it's working. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, Joe. You know, tying him behind the car, that's, that's a little radical. Is it? I mean, last night I had someone write a, a thing saying, Joe, why did, you, why did you say you would rip a woman's face off? Because she was beating a child. And yeah, do I, do I have just these animated responses? Yes, I do. Does it make me unhinged? No. Because see, I've never picked a fight. I've ended a ton of them, though. A ton. I've never picked any. And all I'm asking you to do is stand in the gap so that nobody has to, so a guy like this doesn't have to be taken down and abused by a system. How do you think that father feels right now? 
now knowing that another young lady was potentially, well, assaulted, if not raped. I don't know if it was raped. How do you think that father feels? I believe I was doing some research. I believe that what the media is reporting, the second incident, and I could get this wrong. I might be accidentally re referring to the first incident, is forced fellatio. Is what is what I if I if I remember correctly, I'll see if I can find it. Is the reporting on the second incident of this boy wearing a skirt? Because at this point, I don't. I'm not even going to recognize the kid as transgender. I mean, that's insane. And I, I I'm not going to recognize anybody as transgender. If you look down and you got something, you're a boy. If you look down and you don't, you're a girl. It's really simple. There's two genders. Now, if you want to play dress up like you're a four year old, go ahead and play dress up. If you're gay, be gay. But if you're a boy, you're a boy. X, Y, X, X. See, those are chromosomes. You can't change that. I mean, maybe you can. Take the vaccine enough times. Maybe that'll change you. Maybe you'll have your Audi will turn into any. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that what, we're, what we are experiencing right now, it's, it's unbelievable. And it's all because we lack courage. We lack character. As, as a community, as a society. You know, you, you talk about purging evil. We need to purge evil from our government. And do I think that there's a plan? Do I think that somewhere along the line, there has to be some sensible people paying attention? Yeah, I do. Do I believe that they're having them fall into a trap and at some point they're gonna cover that trap, that Durham, Durham's doing his job, that other people are doing the job? Maybe. But you know what they need? They need cover. They need 100, 100 million people in the street. Our GOP is literally saying vote for Democrats. Yeah. Th think about that. Think about that. They're raping children and allowing school boards to, to or, or police, they're asking police to attack people in our community. Yeah, no. And a, they're asking. A girl was raped by a ninth grade boy in a girl's bathroom. And the only thing that came out was that the father got arrested at a school board because he was angry, right? We, we never heard the actual underlying story. It was just that he was angry. And then the National School Board Association, it all comes full circle. That letter we showed you last week where they were talking about, oh, you got to get this under control. You got to start going after parents as domestic terrorists. That letter included, among other incidents, that school board meeting that got out of hand where it was declared an unlawful assembly and someone had to be arrested and dragged out for getting handsy with an officer. That was in the, the National School Board Association's request for the Biden administration to crack down on parents as domestic terrorists. All anyone had to do was let was talk to the guy for 30 seconds and actually be honest with him and hear him out and, 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 and understand his pain and his anger, right? And to do something about it instead of sweeping it under the rug, instead of shutting down the meeting, and instead of sending the police, their goons after him. And listen, I love police officers, but police officers nowadays are being asked to do a lot of awful things. A lot of awful things. At some point, police officers need to say, wait a minute, I'm, I'm being, maybe, maybe I shouldn't just tackle this angry dad to the ground because he's frustrated. Maybe I should ask him, why is he frustrated? No. So, so just so you know, let, let's, let's go one step further here. Can we, can we go one step further? How about the sure. fact that I say all the time, I say all the time 
uh, I back the police in my neighborhood. Right? I back the police in my neighborhood. How many of you guys back the police in your neighborhood? Because they're good people. What kind of piece of trash police officer would you have to be knowing the information you had? Because they had the information, which is just a text I got from a friend of mine that was at the Loudoun County School Board meeting. The police officers knew that this father's daughter was raped. They knew. They knew that, that his daughter was raped. They knew. They knew it, and they still slammed him to the ground as if he didn't matter. What kind of piece of trash police officer would you have to be to do yeah. that? I want to know. In the court proceedings, in the court proceedings, the prosecutor, when, when the defense argued that the father, Scott Smith, hadn't actually hit any officer, because he hadn't. He hadn't hurt anyone. He hadn't attacked anyone. He was thrown to the ground anyway. The prosecutor argued that it is not mandatory that police wait until someone hit them before they can throw them to the ground. That was their argument. Now, I understand that if, if someone's pointing a gun at you, right, you don't have to wait for him to pull the trigger to take um, proportional action. I get that. But Where's when a father is angry at a school board meeting, you can't just say, oh, yeah, we threw him to the ground because we were afraid he might attack us. No, he you, wasn't you attacking anyone. He, he was standing there telling, screaming at them about what they yeah. were doing to his daughter and the yeah. fact that they just want to sleep it under the rug and not talk about it and let this kid back in the school. That came directly from a friend that I just told. I said, look, call in. The only time he was remotely physical was, was when, we can play it again, was when the cop put his arm, his hand on his shoulder, and he ripped it away. Which that? No, listen, anyone puts their hand on my shoulder and I don't know what's going on, that's going to be my instinctual reaction anyway. Right? And unless he was under arrest, cops had no authority to put their hands on him. Now, I, I was reading this. this. This kept me up last night, reading this. Because it's so much worse than we possibly thought. It's so much worse. I mean, <laughs> I remember this case. And I remember thinking to myself, the way the media spun it, I was like, oh, man, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have gotten that angry. They shouldn't have gotten that, that riled up. They should have been more conserved, right? But I didn't know all the facts because the media didn't give us all the facts. Watching it back now, that father had 100%, he was 100% in, in the right to be pissed off. And the fact that the school board tried to cover it up, the fact that the school board tried to shut down the meeting by declaring it an unlawful assembly, they're just trying to cover it up. How evil of a person do you have to be to cover up the rape of a young child? How evil? And how evil do you have to be to reintroduce that perpetrator into the school so they can do it again, allegedly, according to reports? What kind of evil are we talking about here? Because this is evil at a level that I know you, Joe, you've, you've understood that this evil was there. I've always been really skeptical. Like, are, can it really be that evil, right? Is it just a political difference? Are we just talking past each other? No, this is legitimate evil. To, and apparently, this is how it gets even crazier. The kid confessed. The rapist confessed during his interviews with police. Confessed to doing it. So you had the rape kit confirmed. The kid confessed. And they still tried to reduce the charges. They still put him back in the school. He still allegedly, reportedly sexually assaulted another girl and the father gets arrested and they throw the book at him. 
No, this is an evil. This is an evil that it, before I read the story, I, I didn't think this kind of evil was possible. Because this, this is much worse than any other school board story we've seen. I mean, we, we, can, we can fight with school boards over mask mandates and vax mandates. And yeah, that is evil. But this, this is a whole other level. To care more about transgender rights than protecting girls from being raped. I don't that care is another about, level I don't care about That's transgender rights because it's not a real thing. Transgender is not a real thing. It's well, not real life. Well, transgender people have the same rights as everyone, right? They care. have the right... No, people they're, they're have humans. the same rights as everyone. Yeah, people. they're people. They're, they're people. They're people. No special privileges. They're just, they're people, right? But what they've done is they have given them a new privilege. And that new, and those new privileges, at least in this case, I'm not saying that everyone who's transgender is a rapist. It's not true. There's a lot of people who are very, very confused, right? Yeah. And, oh, I mean, and, how would you not be confused when your teacher yeah. hung up big flags on there that says, oh, if you're special, if you're special, you're not really a boy. I'll treat you better if you're not a boy. They're recruiting and grooming kids. Well, you saw what happened with Mark Robinson, right? The lieutenant governor for North Carolina. If we go ahead and put up my screen. This guy, I love him. He rose to fame when he went to a town meeting and he had an impassioned speech about against gun control. So even though North Carolina has a Republican, uh, a Democrat governor, their lieutenant governor is a Republican. He is a good conservative, Mark Robinson. He was at a church talking about exactly what you were talking about, Joe. The I'm not even going to say the acronym. How schools are pushing the gay agenda, transgender agenda, right? And he said, this filth shouldn't be in our schools. And he wasn't saying that if you are gay, you are just filth. Not if you're transgender, you're filth. He's talking about the educational programs, the actual lessons of teaching young kids. That, oh yeah, if, if, if you, you, you could be gay, you could be transgender, right? My son runs around half the day pretending he's a dinosaur. He'll never actually be a dinosaur, right? <laughs> never. I think but realize, but realize there are wrong. kids he in could school be a dinosaur. not much older than him who are being told that they can just, oh, yeah, you, you feel like you're gay. You could be gay forever. You can't do that to little kids. You can't do that to little kids. But yeah, so Mark Robinson called it filth. They're calling for his resignation. He's telling them to pound sand. He's not going anywhere. And meanwhile, all the left says all this is made up. Anyone who opposes any of these, oh, we're not actually teaching kids to be gay. Oh, we're not actually teaching critical race theory. That's all just made up. That's a manufactured culture war is what the left is saying. It's not real. It's not real. I'll tell you what is real, though. Air Med Care Network. You got to sign up. Sponsor of the show. You never know when a disaster emergency might strike. You never know when you have to get rushed to the hospital by helicopter. A lot of times it's in the suburbs. Air Med Care Network exists to make sure you won't go bankrupt to pay for that emergency medical transportation flight. When you sign up, it's going to cost you just $85, and that covers your entire household for one year. It works out to be less if you're a senior citizen, though I believe it's just you and your spouse. Or if you want to cover your whole household, it's less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. And as long as you're flown by an AMC and provider, you won't pay one cent for that flight. And as a bonus, when you sign up using the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, they're going to give you up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. It's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. 
So we don't have to talk about this the whole hour, Joe, because I know I know there's other things going on. But this this kept me up at night. And I know it was going to fire you up. And it seems like you're biting your tongue a little bit because you don't want to completely go ape shit, which I understand. Lots of eyes are on you right now. But any 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 last thoughts on this before we, we, we talk about other things? Yeah, so anybody want to want to go say hello to someone i'm going to share something with you no no addresses no home addresses this guy's running for office it sounds like jake is this guy running for office yeah i can't hear you go in the mic i i think so he's got a donation link in his uh twitter profile oh here we go I like that. Osama bin Oltman. Osama, much better than Osama bin Oltman. Terrorist Oltman. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Uh, so they're they're mad down in Colorado Springs. The radical left and part of the right are mad because uh, I'm standing up. They don't like that very much. You know, the, this whole idea of just fall in line, do what these radical pieces of trash tell you to do. Um, so you you got to see this though. I, I'm getting shouts out from all sorts of people. Let me see if I can find it here. There we go. You're gonna you're gonna like this. I mean, this this to me, and they think that I care. That's the other thing. They think that I care, but what the, he doesn't understand is now he's my target. <laughs> now this guy's Who's my he? target. I put it in there. So this guy is uh, in Colorado. So I'll just for those of you listening on the audio version. Oh, this guy. Yeah, I don't know who he is, but I plan on finding out. Everybody else Sounds can like go see him too. Looks like he's running for something. He's running for something. So which means I can actually talk as much as I want because he's running for public office. Is he running for public office? He's, he's running for his life. <laughs> hey, what, what's he running for? I got I to gotta find out what he's running for before we put it up. Did we put it up yet? Did we, we didn't put it up. Okay, so this uh, guy, let's see who he is real quick. Let me, let me make sure. That do, you have a, do you have a Google alert set up to like notify you anytime anyone no, like, why mentions would I? you? He's running I don't for know, house, you're... house District 14. Oh, is he? Yeah. Eric okay, Foley? Okay, so State House. He thinks he's going to ride your name. No, I see John Foley. John Foley? Is yeah, yeah, a, John Foley. Is he we a, gotta demo, make sure we is get he a Demorat? Right. Or is he a Demorat? What we, is he? We, we can't send the mob after the wrong Foley. <laughs> we got to yeah. get this right. We can't send the mob after any Foley. Don't mob any Foley. But if you happen to see him and you want to let him know what you think. Oh, his, his page is broken. How do you how do you find him? What's his name? John Foley. John Foley. And he's running for house. John Foley. Sounds like state house. For Colorado. Oh, of course he is. He's a zero. Yeah, he's state. a nobody. Oh, uh, let's see here. Up. Oh. Here we go. Let's see here. John Foley. Ballotpedia. Yeah, he I'm looks like oh down. Democrat Party. Last election, uh, November third, twenty twenty. Um, he's from Chicago. Looks he got like smoked. A, he got smoked. He got smoked. smoked. By if, Shane you wanna, if you want to put Sanders. it on my screen, you can see it. He got absolutely smoked. 34,000 votes to 196. <laughs> oh. So he got 35% of the vote. And, and, and how many of those 19,000 do you think are real? How many of those 19,000 do you think are real? I don't know. Uh, 10,000, 15,000 that aren't real? I say eight. Yeah, you guys. Everyone knows when you lose. By a margin of two to one, the next thing you do is try again. So do you want <laughs> right? me to put I mean, it up? That's, that's, huh? that's, do you want me to put it up? Yeah, please do. Sure. 
Yeah, so Foley for Colorado, at Foley, Colorado, I guess. I don't even know what his thing is. Find it for me. In Colorado, we can thank our local extremist group run by Joe Osama bin Oltman for this radical behavior. Co-politics, Colorado Spring, at Colorado, whatever. Hashtag Colorado. Listen, all right, take it down. It's now radical to be an American. It's not radical to let kids get raped in schools. Not radical at all. It's not radical. I don't know what he was talking about. I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm going to find it. So his thing is Foley for HD 14. Oh, this is what, if you want to put up my screen, this is what he was replying to. Ah, what is it? Um, More than 1,300 demonstrations have been organized in opposition to COVID-19 restrictions across the U.S. So far this year, events reported in every state in Washington, D.C. Yes! And he responded, in Colorado, we can thank our local extremist group run by Joe Osama bin Ullman. (laughs) For this radical behavior. It's radical so behavior. While thousands yeah. of people die from taking the jab. Protest. Vaccine people. So we protest. Yeah. And this piece of trash thinks that it's yeah. that, that somewhere along the line, I'm radical? This piece of trash has no idea what radical is. Or he's just a part of the radical. Yeah. Maybe he's married to uh, Sean Beadle. Maybe that's it. I don't, do I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. I kind I kind of want to have him I kind of want to have him on the show so I can eviscerate I kind of I kind of want to just let <laughs> him be roast the nobody. Of John Foley. I I just want to let him be the nobody who no one cares about and then spends a tons of mo- ton of money and then loses his election 2 to 1. Oh, he'll lose right? again. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to elevate these clowns. I know, but, but it's kind of funny. Lots of people are taking shots. So Jake Jake sent it to me and he's like, "Joe, I kind of like Osama bin Oatman. It's kind of nice." And I'm thinking to myself, "Mmm, uh I don't really like that part. No. In a world where we keep getting like accused of slander and defamation, I'm shocked that this kind of stuff flies. Oh, I just sent it to my he attorney. Called, I just called sent you that. Osama bin Olin. I just sent because it to my attorney, and my attorney said this. Protest. Ready? What did she say? Hold on. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> I said, can we go ahead and sue this guy? I think. Let me see here. Hold on. Yeah. And the answer is, yes, please. Yeah, great well, idea. Be careful. Your Bye. attorney is always going to say your attorney is always going to say yes, please, because the attorney gets paid whether you win or lose. <laughs> I, mean, you, I like your attorney. How, how do you? How do you? I like your attorney, but always how, how do you be... lose? How do you lose that? How I know, do you lose that? I, know. I like I like you your attorney, that? but always so, but always so, be wary that the attorney gets paid win or lose. <laughs> so where where's my radical behavior? Where is it? Is it standing up for Americans um, and the Constitution? Apparently. Is that radical now? Apparently. Is it standing yeah. up for a girl that gets raped in a, in a bathroom by a freakish little piece of trash then to get let back in the schools? Yeah, this guy's got 348 followers. I don't think anyone saw it, so you might not be hey, able to hey, see hit it. Hey, no hit it. the followers button and see if Sean Beadle follows him. No, no, no. I don't, I don't, want, yeah, I don't want to dox anyone. We can't nah, dox anyone. We Sean Beadle is, is the, is no, the no, anti We do it offline. We'll do it offline. Uh, we'll you do guys offline. are crushing my soul. I need a couple warriors to go do a little digging for me. Go find out. <laughs> Disgruntled well, G-Watt, Iraq war veteran who values family, country, and faith. No, you don't. You're a piece of trash. You cannot be a Democrat he's and be a, a nobody. Christian. You cannot. He's a nobody. Just let him be a nobody. Yeah. He looks like a nobody. <laughs> you can't fight wars. I mean, obviously, lots of people are taking shots actually. at you. I can, play, I can fight as many you, wars as his, I want. His campaign is as sad as Jeb Bush's. <laughs> Maybe sadder. Oh... Well, Jeb Bush blew through $100 million for nothing. Doesn't look like this guy's got $100 million. Um, yeah, yeah that would be my thing. Not 
not uh, elevating random. Oh, you Twitter can't tools. make this up. You cannot make this up. Are uh, you ready? What? Yeah, uh, my body's ready. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> Do you know what John know what Foley does for a living? Is he a burlesque dancer? Is he a he's, baker? He's no, he's a writer and researcher. Oh, he's a researcher. <laughs> So he's a researcher that has no idea how to research what's happening in our country. I get it. Fully get it. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> Yo, well, I don't think we oh. I don't think we should we should push them. I don't think we should elevate this guy. I, so I'm going to take him down. But one of the things I wanted to mention before we leave, did you see this yesterday, Joe? No. Texas's governor Greg Abbott signed an executive order prohibiting mask, uh, sorry, vaccine mandates in the state of Texas. Yeah. And he's now pushing this bill into the legislature so that they can hopefully pass it during their special session. I anticipate that Democrats are going to run away, flee the state, and never be heard from again, just like they did last time. Yeah. And everyone's, everyone's applauding, right? Everyone's saying, thank you, Greg Abbott. Thank you so very, very much. But he does this all the time. Right. Remember when he, he told state troopers to pull over any vehicle, any bus carrying migrants to stop them from entering the United States? He never did it. Right. He never did it. Remember when he said he wasn't going to penalize people who violated mask mandates and then he did anyway? He flip flopped there. Right. Yeah. He says lots of things. Where was he when Houston Methodist fired 178 employees back in June? For, for not complying with their vaccine mandate. Where was Greg Abbott? Where was his executive order pen back in June when Houston Methodist was creating the model that now other businesses are using to fire employees who don't agree to get vaccinated? So I, I'm, I'm thankful that he woke up and did something. But Greg Abbott, I mean, my goodness, Greg Abbott is a day late and a dollar short on all these things. He never enforces anything. And he only really does, he only really takes a stand when he knows it can't hurt him anymore, right? If he had taken a stand against Houston Methodist, he, it probably would have been less popular than it is now because the country's more galvanized, the state's more galvanized. This guy, it seems like he focus group t tests everything. And they're saying the only reason he did this executive order is because Alan West made a big statement, who, who's obviously, he's running for governor in Texas, made uh, against Greg Abbott made a big statement in favor of uh, banning vaccine mandates. So it's good news, obviously. I mean, let's see if he enforces it. It's good news, but day late, dollar short. And no matter what Greg Abbott does, man, it's it just, it just feels like he's just doing it to help himself. It feels like he doesn't actually care. No, it, it's all controlled opposition. That's what we're dealing with is controlled opposition. When you have the GOP, which, by the way, GOPs around the country cannot actually just go off on the rails and say, let's support this Democrat if the national GOP doesn't support it. They can't yeah. do it. So what you know now is take all of your money. Listen to me. Take all of your money and starve the RNC, starve the GOP, starve them. Start, don't give them one dollar. I thought you were going to say take all of your money and buy our T-shirts. No, don't buy our T-shirts. <laughs> I mean, buy a t-shirt. Yeah, yes, buy, buy a t-shirt. Don't. But it's, it's, yeah. not, it, it's not an investment. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but um, it's something to, to actually know about. Um, 
So uh, corrupt Biden BOJ, uh, DOJ and FBI are now arresting any of the tens of thousands of Trump supporters who were standing hundreds of yards away from the U.S. Capitol. Yeah, they're no longer getting the people who went in. Now they're getting the people who are on the steps, who are on the other side of the police barricades. They're just getting everyone. And, uh, and that's what why I say thank God I wasn't there. They do to I, all of I would have been in that group. One, what they do to one of us, they do to all of us. We ought to stop this January 6th, let them just torture and abuse people. This is not China, yet they're treating us like slaves. And I want you to remember this, 52% of all of your pay, which is six months out of the year, you work for free. You work for absolutely zero dollars for the first six months of the year. You want to know why you're having trouble making it? That's why. You go and break yeah. rocks all day, first six months of breaking rocks is all for free. You don't get to keep any of that. They get to take it and spend it on foreign interests, on transgender bathrooms, and destroying your community. So you get to go to work to give them money to feed them so they can take away from you. That's what we're dealing yeah. with. They are trash. Yeah. These people are radical trash. They are evil. They are the worst type of evil. They are an evil that literally does deeds. It's Satanism. You know, as, as Tucker Carlson said on TV, he's like, I, they're not even pretending they're not Satanists. They're not even pretending that they're not evil. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it. Well, you said trash. So let's go ahead and go to my screen. Today's synonym of oh, the boy. day is sleazy, sleazy, having loose sexual morals. That's one of them. Also of low quality. So hashtag the left are sleazy. Democrats are pretty sleazy. They're disgusting. That is absolutely true. They're and disgusting. We take down my screen. They're subhuman. Also, Sorry. I said yeah. it. Yeah. Also, got to remind everyone, this podcast is brought to you by our friends at Liberty Cigars. Liberty Cigars is a Patriot-owned business with an extensive line of historically-themed individual cigars and cigar collections, including the Commander Series, the Founder Series, and the President Series. All of the packaging is proudly made in the United States by American workers, and it's a truly unique gift for both cigar lovers and history buffs. So here's the deal. Any order over $76 as long as you use our promo code, be free, B-E-F-R-E-E. -E -E. Use promo code be free. Any order over $76 will re receive a free Benedict Arnold cigar. That's a perfect gift for your traitorous liberal family members or just a friend for the holiday season. So again, go to our friends at Liberty Cigars and use promo code be free, B-E-F-R-E-E. -E -E. And any order over $76 will receive a free extra cigar. Well, um, Gateway Pundit is on, is on fire right now. They're on fire. Yeah? Where, if, where, if, where if are you, they doing? If you go to Gateway Pundit, I think that we should, we should, let, we should end on the Coomer. <laughs> I was listening to some of the audio. First of all, he's chunked up a little bit. Oh, yeah. He How, aged, you didn't tell me that. I haven't 20 seen years him. In the last, he aged 20 years in the last 12 months. Like yeah. me, when I shave... I shaved to re reveal like a little baby face. He shaved his goatee and he's just like a completely different person. Oh, he wants to look like a different person. He wants I to even look clean, him. which he is not. He wants to look clean. And then he talked and that took care of everything. <laughs> okay. So if you go to Gateway Pundit, go ahead and put it up and I'll, I'll, I'll drive. You just put it up sure. there. Put, a, put up a screen. Uh, yeah, give me one second. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go to my screen. Okay, is it the very this top, top one? Yeah, click on that because that's the like, first that one. That doesn't more. look like him. Is that him? Yeah. Go ahead and that's click on. him. Yeah. You sure? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's I stared him? into his eyes for a while. That's him. Yeah, he did stare into his eyes for a little bit, didn't you? About an hour and a half. All right, so let me read. You guys can go to Gateway Pundit, but they're on That's they're the on same fire. guy? That's the same guy. How is that the same guy? Oh, he took his glasses off. He wanted, he wanted to look like the part. He wanted to look tough, I guess. I don't know. All right, go back. Can you please go back and stop yeah. messing with my volume, will you? You're crushing my soul. All right, so if you go, go down a little bit, let me read a little bit of this for everyone. Right, right, stop, 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 stop. The, the mainstream media has spent a year bullying and suppressing the thousands of eyewitnesses, filed affidavits, investigations, proceedings meant to uncover the big fraud. Um, so he, he calls me uh, one journalist. He, he left, left me out of it, which is really good. I'm glad he did that. Um, Coomer decided to sue 15 organizations people for defaming his home state of Colorado. He claims he's been defaming center right journalists alleging saying he was tied to Antifa and he helped rig the election against Trump. Go down. And then you say, uh, Coomer's limited deposition was taken on September 23rd, 2021. The court acted it as its own to seal the deposition without a hearing, which is unbelievable. The court dramatically limited the subject matter and scope of the duration of the deposition compared to the defendant's depositions, which is true. This was odd since no other depositions in the case were similarly sealed by the court, letting the left, left write stories about those de depositions. And no party had asked for Coomer's deposition to be sealed. No one did. No one asked for it to be sealed. Yeah. Primarily, the deposition verified many of the claims found in this fawning New York uh, Times, Times profile of Coomer. Coomer. Right? So you have the video. By the way, if you go there, you have the yeah. video up there, which we'll put up. Uh, go up, go up, go up, go up, yeah. go up. The cool part of, no, down, sorry, down. Oh. I meant the, the other up. Okay, right there, stop. The deposition revealed uh, Coomer's penchant for lying, such as when he authorized an op-ed in the Denver Post misleading the public and stating that he did not have any social media accounts and that any Facebook circulating throughout the public were fabricated, pretending to be him, but were not authored by him. I want to be very clear. I have no connection to the Antifa movement. I did not rig or influence the election, nor have I participated in any calls, demonstration, or other demonstrable activities related to any political party or social justice action group. Go up or down. Go down. Go down. There you go. Stop. Oh, man. What, why you got to? I hate driving. Go, down, go up now. Up. Up? Up. Or stop. Additionally, Just any so posts or social media <laughs> purportedly to being from me are also been fabricated. I do not have a Twitter account. My Facebook account is not active. These individuals are impersonating me. <laughs> All right, this is where it gets really good, guys. So if you go to this article and you listen to the deposition, there's an unhinged part where he says, and I did not, I did not under any circumstances say that I would help rig the election for Trump to win. No shit, really? That's not what I said. That's not what anybody said. But then his mannerisms, mannerisms were unbelievable. And then, Max, you pointed out something else in the, in the yeah, deposition I'm not, I'm that, I, that I thought was right interesting. People wonder why I don't get, <laughs> why I, I still have a smile on my face. Why are you still laughing? Because it's funny. It's funny. And you say, well, you know, the judiciary is compromised. Obviously, it's compromised. The, the, the judge did what's called a sua sponte, where the, a previous judge on the bench for 20 years, th this, this judge will not survive anything, I promise you. I, there will be an entire campaign to make sure this judge never works again and never is a judge again. There will be, because she's corrupt. She's an anti-fight. And, th and they think that they have the, the numbers. They don't. They don't have the numbers. All right, so what, what are you looking at here, Max? So, so, so this, this is the part, I'll read it. This is the part that made me chuckle. 
Okay, guys, um, listen, this is the part, Max, like, did, did you know that he said this? <laughs> All right, come on. This is the part that made, made, made me chuckle. So they're going over what he felt was, sarc was satire. He has a very loose understanding of the definition of satire, but also was refusing to get nailed down to any one definition. Very strange. Uh, he doesn't want to get caught in a perjury trap. So he, they said, which part of this is untrue that we just read? Something doesn't have to be untrue to be satire, sir. Uh -huh. Okay. Yes, say it later, <laughs> it part. I'm, ask, I'm asking you. What part of, quote, Antifa isn't an organization? There's no membership, no meetings, no clues, no dues, no rules, no leaders, no structures. Which part of that is untrue? As far as I know, my personal knowledge, none of it is untrue. So you're, even though those statements are true, you still think they're satirical. <laughs> do you want to keep reading the document? I've asked you a question. Yes, I do. Okay. And there are other true statements in this document that you think are satirical, correct? And he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. You change the question. They're arguing over the question. Oh, where did I? It just had it. Um, okay, so <laughs> all the way down at the bottom, he says, let me ask you this. You don't think Antifa exists as an organization, do you? He says, no, I don't. I see no evidence of that. And therefore, in your view, it would be impossible by definition for there to be an Antifa cult. Isn't that true? Correct. Uh, uh, Antifa call. Isn't that correct? Yes. Let's move on. <laughs> so he's making these claims that <laughs> they're catching him. And I, I think I grabbed at the wrong part here. We can take down my screen. They're catching him at this. Basically, he's saying the Antifa isn't real, and the Antifa has no members. Okay, Antifa go to the has very no end. Members. And, th and then they ask him. They ask him. So you were on the call? I said no. I, I I was on the call. I couldn't have been on the call. I'm not a member of the organization. Yeah. And then they're like, well, wait a minute. You just said the Antifa has no members. So you're saying, what does this even mean? It's so circular, and it's yeah. all rooted in this lie that Antifa isn't real. So when you yeah. lie, it's hard to keep your story straight and it's hard to base everything else on the same oh, lie. So, so it gets better because at the end, <laughs> the attorney asked him, uh, Mr. Coomer, you will call me doctor. You will call me Dr. Coomer. Okay, Dr. Coomer. We should have asked him if he knew what the definition of Coomer was. Coomer <laughs> <laughs> uh, does not have any members uh, Okay, so hold on He was asked by the attorney uh, Are you an anti-fascist? And he knew he was caught What? Am I what? Are you He's an anti-fascist? Anti I know, oh, it, gets, it, it gets better mm -hmm. He goes, yes Everyone's good person should be anti-fascist Do you know what Antifa means? He knew at that point, I'm an anti-fascist, but I'm not Antifa. Yeah. I put up an Antifa manifesto. I call it satire, but none of it is false. It's all true. They don't have members, but yeah. I'm not a member of Antifa because they don't have any members. <laughs> Would you say you hate Donald Trump? That was my favorite part. <laughs> Would you say yeah. you hate Donald Trump? So he says that Antifa isn't a group. So it's just a it's just a loose collection, I guess, of people who share the same ideals. And then he admits that he shares the same ideals. Yeah. So he yeah. says he isn't a member of Antifa because he isn't a member, but he says you can't be a member. And he says he has the same ideals as everyone else who says they're Antifa, but they can't be members. They're just they're just tied together under the same ideals, which he happens to share. But he's not a member, even though it's not possible to be a member. You get that? Is that yeah? Basically because that's what they do. That's what the left does. They they hide in deception. They hide in it. Oh, that's not even the best part. That's not even the best part. If you look at the response, the, the brief that they filed, 
they said that now there was a call that somebody came out of the woodwork and told them that there was a call. Oh, he just wasn't on it. <laughs> no, so how no. can there be a call if no, there's no members, no, no, no. Joe? It's, it's so worse. It's so worse. How can there be a hold call? On, hold on. Did everyone I, just I, happen I, to dial I, into the same conference line you without any organization? Up. You cannot make 150 pages of how do I say I hate Joe for telling on me. I hate Joe for telling on me. That's what it was. It was 150 pages of like Joe, he wasn't. I wasn't on that call. It wasn't me. How do you who let him on that call? You got to tell us who the Antifa guy is. Oh, can you tell us who gave us access to Facebook posts? Well, you just admitted they're true, so why do you need access to them? Well, because I want to punish that, the other that bit. person. Huh? That was the other bit. He said very openly <laughs> that all of the social media posts being attributed to him are false and made up. He said that in his op-ed. Yeah. Right? Didn't he use all? Yeah. He didn't say most. He didn't say some. Yeah. He didn't yeah. say many. He said all. And then he's asked if you deleted him. He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know which ones I deleted. Are there any that you didn't delete that aren't here? Oh, I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to check. Okay, can you go check? How, how can there be a conference call if there's no organization? <laughs> Bro, it's falling apart how? for them. It's falling apart. How does it not fall apart? I but wasn't their, on the their call. whole argument it wasn't is that an you invented the call. call. It was a BLM call now. And oh, by the way, their their expert witness happens to be a pedophile. Whoo! So their whole argument against you <laughs> isn't that you isn't their argument isn't necessarily that you that you defamed him or, or slandered yeah. him or whatever. Their argument is that you invented the idea of the call. Oh yeah. To put him on it. No, but now the call if exists. the call happened, if yeah. the call happened, and they admit that the call happened. And you heard, and you were on the call, right? They can't say you made up that you were on the call, that there was no call, and then admit that the call happened. If the call happened... Quit playing with the volume, even if, please. If the call happened, even if, and I'm not saying even if, but even if you were mistaken, and you were thinking of a different Eric Coomer, that's not defamation, right? No. It's not. That no, because be there mistaken. had to be malice. There was no malice. Yeah. Yes. The malice yes. came a day after when I had death threats of people coming up to me in supermarkets and sending packages to me of powder and having hazmat there and the FBI, who still have never talked to me. I mean, I'm sure you're listening. Hello, Mr. FBI agent. How you doing? Oh, yeah. See, that's a flag on my phone. See that? Um, but hold it upside down. Um, <laughs> so their, their case, I mean, if you had a fair shake with a fair judge, their case would be gone. Yeah, I don't. I mean, because this is all pre-slap motion. Yeah. You haven't even ruled on the slap. Yeah. So how can they sue you and claim that you have to do full discovery and everything, right? And they just admitted that a call did happen. Hold, hold on, so hold on. It, it undermines the whole You're missing thing. the best part about this. The best part about this. Let me go through this with you. September, I research him. Uh, ask the question. So what? What? Why was he researching you back in September? And he goes, Yeah, I don't it know. Never happened. I don't know. I don't know why he's researching me in September. A guy that nobody even knew about. Nobody knew him. Nobody knew what he did other than his, his radical friends that let him rant and rave about how he was anti-Trump. Nobody knew. Nobody. Nobody. And, and by the way, I, nobody outside the business world knew who I was. <laughs> Let's be honest. I, I just came out because I was trying to help people. That's it. I got involved in this fight. I could have stayed out of it. Max, yeah. I was living a pretty good life, wasn't I? Yeah. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. I had, I mean, I'll just kind of tell you guys, 67 GTO, goat fully restored in my garage, 
got a Tesla, got a vet. I got all sorts of cool stuff. I didn't need to get involved in this. I didn't need to. Now I have to sell off my stuff, not get paid, step down as a CEO. I didn't do anything wrong. What did I do? Here's what I did. I had a friend commit suicide and it pushed me to the brink of despair of watching my community burn around me while I'm driving around in a nice car and going and having a, a, you know, a bourbon on, on, on the rock and helping people and playing football downtown with inner city uh, youth programs and, and fellowshipping with guys that are, that are uh, you know, that play football in Denver I, or, or sitting on a board where I help refugees. Oh yeah. Or maybe it was the part that I was out there helping get people that are most disadvantaged. You know, the ones that Democrats say that we don't care about. I was out there giving them and paying for private school education. Maybe it's that. Maybe I enjoyed having to give up all of that. No, I stepped in the middle of this fight, Max. And I remember coming to you and I'm like, look, it's going to change my life. I'm not sure I want this. And you're like, look, I'll support you. Whatever you want to do, I'll support you. Let's go. And here we are. This piece of trash with all these leftists saying, Osama bin Oatman. Yeah, because I'm the <laughs> radical for what? What am I the radical for? Because I want to tie a guy from behind my car and cut him into a thousand pieces or a million pieces because he, he literally raped a child? And that they want to let it happen? I'm the radical? What's wrong with you people? So okay. how, is, how, is this not, how is this case not thrown out yet? Oh, because, because we have a radical? The judge, the, the judge ran in an Antifa protest in June yeah. of 2020, was put in that position by the governor of Colorado, who's a radical leftist piece of trash. So the judge declared, without yeah. hearing any evidence yet, declared yeah. that she didn't believe you, that she yeah. was going to presume you were lying. Yes. And that was at a time when, when Eric Coomer's lawyers correct me if I'm wrong, we're arguing that the call never happened. Yes. So that is an essential piece to her determining that she doesn't now, believe the call and happened. And now they say and that the call happened, not, but it's a BLM yeah, call. And, yeah. oh, I promise that Eric Coomer wasn't on it. Yeah, yeah. Pinky promise. Pinky promise. So in Colorado, the burden of proof for a defamation case, and anyone who is a lawyer, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it's clear and convincing evidence, yeah. which just means that it's highly or substantially more likely to be true than false. Yeah. I don't know how you reach that conclusion, even if you were arguing the merits. They haven't even gotten to the slap part yet, right? But even no. if they'd gotten past this anti-slap motion, this is the anti-slap motion. I understand. I understand how you can just have a he said, she said. I was on the. You were on the call. I was on the call. Like if you admit that the call happened, then you can't just say, "Well, I say I wasn't on the call." So therefore, oh, yeah. I therefore was on that call. Your entire and, yeah. And then the, the entire brief said that I didn't come out until November seventh. I'm trying to find it for you. So how does that how does that work? I was talking to your lawyer when she was talking to me the other day. Um, I said, well, well, how is it that they're claiming you didn't do your due diligence and simultaneously trying to punish you for doing due diligence? Right? Yeah. They're trying to have their case in edict too. They're trying to say that you didn't you didn't chase down the leads, that you didn't actually research to make sure that the Eric you heard on the call was the Eric, their their plaintiff, right? That's what they're claiming. But they're also saying that you waited too long. You took too long to do the due diligence. To, no, I did the to due diligence. Be allowed to mention. I, I know, but the they're, they're trying to have their cake, cake and eat it too. They're trying to say you did no due diligence, and they're trying to penalize you for waiting too long and, and crossing your T's and dying your eyes. This no, whole thing's a mess. But but the point is, is that even if even even I didn't think it was, I thought it was hyperbolic when he said it. 
I didn't think it was a real thing that that he could do it, right? I didn't think I didn't think anything of it, you know. In, in other words, I was like, why would a guy that's a doctor doctor be doing this? Why? It it didn't make sense to me, right? But I did all my yeah. research. I did all of my research. So I'm trying to find the the article, but I wrote an article in uh, here we go. Here, I'm going to send this to you um, so you guys have it real quick. So they said in the, in the hearing that, um, that I did not, um, I did not, it, my timeline doesn't work, that it wasn't November 6th. I, November 7th, when they called the election for Biden, that's when I came out. That's when the plan came in motion, right? Are you ready for this, Max? Sure. Because this is all going to come out. And I, actually, I know that you actually knew that, it was a six, but this is a post. Go ahead and put that up. Uh, where do you send it? Okay. I sent it to, oh, go ahead and put that up. Hold on. There so here we go. So this was on November 6, 2020. I said, remember, I run a data company and I have lots of amazing friends. Monday, we will disclose and uncover what will be one of the biggest links to the entire voter fraud case you have ever seen. Not kidding. It's not over. So this is what happens when you don't delete your Facebook posts. You can actually introduce them as evidence. Yeah. When he deletes his posts, it's... I mean, think about spoliation it. Spoliation of evidence. We've been talking about spoliation of evidence forever. The but, fact that he deleted his post knowing that he was filing suit is, is, is hugely prejudicial against him. Right? You, you're, you can't just assume that, oh, I did it. He had good reasons for it. If you know you're filing suit, you can't just delete evidence that could be useful to the other side. That, and here's the thing, because he deleted those, and I, there may be posts that I didn't get on his Facebook page, there might be posts that he only let certain friends look at. So he actually deleted those as well. He deleted many things on his Facebook page. So now we have to subpoena Facebook when it gets past his first part with the Antifa judge. And he wrote a letter where he lied in the Denver Post. He did yeah. so, by the way, without, without, I didn't tell him to do anything. He sent his little goons after me. He's also threatened other people around him that have come to me and said, look, this guy constantly threatens people. He constantly does. He constantly does things and uses people and, and shadow phones and goes in here and sends text messages from different places. He does it all the time. Uh, all the time. Let me just go back. Uh, he has done it. Right? And, and yet, he wrote an article saying that what I put out was fabrication. Inside of the, of the deposition... <laughs> He said, I love how he's, he's suing you. And then in the deposition, he says, well, I wasn't talking about just Joe. I was talking I about other people. No, no, he well, wasn't talking about well, me at all. He said, those are right. Those are real. But yeah. there was fabricated ones over here. Well, can you have any them. of them? Do you, can you show them to us? No, I, I don't even know where they are. Wait, wait, wait. hold on a second. Yeah. You, you show a photo of me having a picture of his house from Parlor, which I can't find anywhere. And I'm like, I didn't write well, that. Well, Parlor deleted everything. That's not but I went fault. back parlor to Parlor, and Parlor had a, a file. And I was like, can you find this for me? They're like, mm -mm, no. I don't, I don't think I wrote it. I think they fabricated it. But then again, the other part is, is that you can, you can share or you know, share other people's stuff. But, but I, can't, I can't find it. And it doesn't match the same format of what's on Parlor. So I can't prove it's right or wrong. But I, I wanted yeah. to see all this other stuff. I wanted to see all these other posts that he said were fabricated and floating around. And then he lied and said, oh, well, they were using my post and then turning it into different posts. So, so which one is it? I mean, nah, he, he, if he had he's a liar. To he got liar. caught being a liar. And a liar, a liar, a liar, a liar. 
if he wanted to have nuanced language, he shouldn't have said all of the posts about me are being fabricated. When everyone knows he's suing you, so it is reasonable to conclude that that general statement was about you because he said all. He didn't say every post except for the one that Joe Altman is sharing. He said all. He then published why would you it in sue the Denver me? Post. If what I if I put out there yeah. is, is real, why would you sue me? Why would you send your goons to my house to threaten me? Why would you do things in order to create imminent harm to my family? Why? And by the way, if you're not guilty, why would you delete anything anyway? Just come at yeah. me, bro. He, yeah, classic leftist. He again, he wants to have his cake and eat it too. He wants to he wants to sue you for defamation while simultaneously <sighs> slandering you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it's a messy, messy, messy. Well, we're out of time. We were out of time we're a, a long time over. ago. We were out of time a long time ago, but I was gonna, I would let you run. Um, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, you got to subscribe to all the audio versions. Keep telling people, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and now also Audible if you want to listen on your Amazon Prime devices. Also, we go live 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, so make sure you tune in for that. And if you haven't already, text the word FREEDOM, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system. They'll notify you right before we go to air with all the different links for that show. Also, sign up for the, the email newsletter. Very, very important. If you haven't already, that link is in the description as, as well. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. And remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. 